so good to be back alrighty so excitement aside let's start a little it's the beginning of the year right so let's start a checklist it's a Wednesday right it's 9am which is exact and it's cliffcentral.com which only means it's untapped talents right here on Cliff Central with me Sia Sangwenifin thank you so much for having us on and feel so good to be back it's 2015 the very first show back so how can you not be excited to get the show going another year of giving more people a chance just to share their amazing stories and heck it doesn't even hurt one bit to know that they actually have uh, amazing amazing talents as well on top of that so i'm so so excited to get the show rolling um i have two amazing guests who are joining me this morning and i just want to get into like their brains into i, I nearly said psyche then i realized that that kind of sounds a bit too hectic for my liking um i'll start off with talking to roger now here's the thing you know how i like to talk about people's credentials and who they are and what i did but i have to be honest Honest. I heard about Roger a while ago, and the only word that comes into mind is cool. Like, he doesn't need a CV. He doesn't need a long list to explain who he is. He's just cool. And so a lot of people are saying, oh, my goodness, you should get to talk to him. You should find out what he's all about. And I'm like, you know what? We don't do little things like go on coffee with people. We have our own show. So I'm going to talk to people right here on air. And then my second guest is Avashni as well. My goodness, what a CV this lady has. She now makes me want to feel like I need to do more with my life and not just sit behind a desk and push buttons. So we'll see how that goes. And we'll see how my self-esteem is still holding up after the end of the show but nonetheless you know what i always like talking to you and i always want you to add into the show so tweet me at sia underscore sf on twitter or at cliffcentral.com as well if you want to tweet us as a whole and then um you can also message us on our official account on wechat it's simply cliff central and all you have to do is tap connect and then you message to screen it's that simple your message will pop up here and i'll be able to read it how about that see look at me I'm on your airwaves while well, you're under radio airwaves i'm hosting a show and i'll also be replying to your messages what a wonderful person i am and i'm not pompous whatsoever <laughs> so without any further ado let's get things started with talking about some news and boy do i have a long list this is untapped talent untapped talent on cliffcentral.com okay so here's my biggie of the moment you guys know that with untapped talent i like to talk about rising stars these amazing people with cool cool stories and so according to twitter i should be talking about this little unknown guy named paul mccartney <laughs> i don't have to go off on any other tangents you know you've probably heard by now that first and foremost kanye west and paul mccartney have just released a collaborative song titled only one but according to twitter Nobody knows who Paul McCartney is, and Kanye West is basically a saint for giving this guy a try. People, comrades, let us talk. Let's be one-on-one with this. I need to just let you know, it's not about the fact that you don't know who Paul McCartney is, and it's not really important, well... Let me rephrase this. I think it is important that you know who Paul McCartney is. I'm not saying you should sing along to his catalog, but you should nonetheless know who he is. So I went onto Twitter the other day and straight after the song dropped, basically, and it was quite hilarious to read some of the tweets. And I'll read some out as I find them now. People were basically praising Kanye about 
discovering this great musician. And you know what, Kanye, this guy's really going to go far. And so let's start with this. At OVO Josh tweeted, I don't know who Paul McCartney is, but Kanye is going to give this man a career with this new song. At OVO Josh, the mere fact that your Twitter handle is at OVO just shows that you are a Drake fan and basically you must just calm down just a tiny bit because Drake is not the be-all and end-all. Please just know who Paul McCartney is, damn it. <laughs> Moving on. At, du- uh, at, at D-E-S-U-S Nice. Is that like Jesus? I don't know whether that's a play on like Jesus, you know... Kanye West, Jesus, Jesus. Anyway, at Jesus Nice says, Kanye has a great ear for talent. This Paul McCartney guy is going to be huge. We are refraining from judging. Third tweet, at Curve Daily, he says, Who the F is Paul McCartney? This is why I love Kanye, for shining light on unknown artists. At Swift Wall says, Who is Paul McCartney and why do people love him? And then finally, this was kind of the tweet that just got me going. <laughs> at Tam Tams 21 says, I still don't know who Paul MacArthur is. You guys, once again, this is what I'm going to say. I really don't think that there should be this whole hubbubaloo about getting to know the catalogue of Paul McCartney. But even Rolling Stones got fired up about this. Rolling Stones just recently released this article about 14 reasons every teenager should know who Paul McCartney is. So I'll just read some of the ones that I think were actually quite spot on, Rolling Stones, so good for you. They said, first and foremost, even though the... Like his last hit was 46 years ago. That's besides the point. Number one, he headlined the 2004, the 2005, pardon me, Super Bowl halftime show. Let's just get that going. You do not have to be a football fan to watch the Super Bowl halftime show. Okay. I even watch the Super Bowl halftime show and I am far off from understanding what football is all about. And maybe it's just because I watch it because the Super Bowl halftime show and the actual Super Bowl is usually around my birthday. So I kind of think like the stars singing are kind of just for me, but we move past that everybody has done it and the mere fact that paul mccartney headlined in 2005 straight after 2004 when janet jackson had that huge little saga with the nipple and justin timberlake means that he's always been pop culturally relevant even though he's never really like had a hit song in quite a while in 2006, he then appeared on the Grammys with Jay-Z and Lickenpalk. Come on, cool factorizing, step by step, all the time. How can you not basically be cool when you're performing with Jay-Z? And then the Beatles rock band, the actual album, has sold over one million copies. Nobody does that. It's nothing really simple. It's something to be wowed over about. And so the mere fact that you may not know who this guy is kind of just drops you in my little list. Anyway... Also, in 2010, when the Beatles, the Beatles, oh, look at me, the Beatles entered into iTunes, it was a big, big thing because there was this huge legal um, issue about the rights and who's going to claim it and where's, where's it going to go and who owns it, et cetera, et cetera. But then finally, they resolved all of that in 2010. And you know, when iTunes makes a big fuss about something like they did in 2010, when they finally got the rights to the Beatles music, they basically did like, TV commercials and they did billboards and full page ad in the New York Times and a digital box set. These guys are huge. They may not be huge to you because you don't know who Paul MacArthur is, but they are huge. Get it in there. Do I sound like I'm ranting because I'm kind of enjoying this? I feel like it's a public service announcement for people to know who Paul McCartney is. 
Moving on, he closed the 2012 Olympics opening ceremony. Like, even if you didn't know who he is, the mere fact that he was all up there with his little brittle bones, but nonetheless he was performing, and that's good enough. And so he really made an impact all over that. Um, remember when there was the whole Sandy saga? Well, it's not a saga. It was a disaster in America. They personally asked him to perform, and by, basically it was all broadcast on 39 different television channels. It was even live-streamed on, like, YouTube and Vivo and select movie screens across the nation. Know who the guy is, damn it. Let me end off this rant like this. <laughs> this, this bionic rant of mine. The bottom line is, I think everybody should know, because... He's left a huge mark in the music industry. That's undeniable. But also the mere fact that it's just something about you cannot be ignorant and stupid like that. The mere fact that somebody was tweeting about Paul MacArthur is something to be shunned over, basically. It's As I was thinking about this, and I was really trying to not get riled up over this whole fact, it just reminded me of Kevin Federline. Do you remember him? The whole Britney Spears ex-boyfriend. I know I'm sounding off like I'm going off on a bit of a tangent. But listen, you don't need to know that Kevin Federline just recently started in the, new, in the new movie, The Interview, and he was only like given $5,000 and he's now a sad case. No, it's not about that. But you need to just basically know that he was the little lazy bum who was going from hotel to hotel, renting out pornos and basically costing Britney Spears money while she was trying to work. Did you get the reference? Like, better work? Yeah? Okay, too soon? Too late. It's the beginning of the year. So we move on. <laughs> this, this one, I love it. You guys are going to bear with me with all of my little corny jokes because you know what? It is untapped talents after all. All right, so let's get a nice little fresh segue. Since we've been talking about music, um, it is a new year. It is 2015, and this is quite something and somebody I'm really excited about. His name is Vance Joy. You may not know who he is. And you may not know, you know, Riptide might not even sound familiar to you. But the dude, I can already put it down there in the books. 2015 is really going to be a major year to him. As soon as I play the song, his song, it's going to sound really, really familiar. But on top of that, the reason why I say he's going to have a big year is because he's be he's now going to tour with Taylor Swift. Who's basically, Taylor Swift is like that A student at school. In the music industry She can do no wrong And especially now that she's going to start touring And she's like basically endorsed this guy He's really going to go out there And kick some behind So this is Vaughn's Joy with Riptide Take a listen Okay, it sounds kind of too folky now, but you get what I mean? Remember the name, Vance Joy with Riptide, and especially now that he's going to be um, touring with T-Swiffle. <sighs> Listen, like, this is a personal thing that I have against Taylor Swift. I really, really love her. I really think she's talented, and she's really going out there, and she's doing her thing. But she has a name. You can't make it sound cool. Like, <laughs> You know, like Lady Gaga can have the little monsters, and, you know, you can have all these cool names, but Taylor Swift just sounds like... Really, it sounds like that annoying preppy girl who just gets everything right at school. But you know what? Okay. I'm going to put my drama aside. So let's carry on with some news. Okay. Um, remember Gabby Douglas? His name sound familiar. 
basically she was a big girl. You're, okay, not physically big, but she really was a big star at the 2012 Olympics. Um, she represented the US and she really went out there and she won a lot of things. And basically now from a little camp that they had, the national team training camp, um, at the end of November last year, she was announced along with one other girl as part of the women's US gymnastics team that will be going to the next Olympics. The next Olympics, I think, are next year in 2016. And get this, she'll only be 20 when she goes there. And they're already like all these huge um, posts about, oh, Gabby should watch her back. She's old. She's 20. But granted, it is gymnastics. So like you'll have to be moving and like twisting and everything. You know what, Gabby, don't listen to any of the posts. Mama O loves you. In 2012, Gabby, like... Gabby was Oprah's number one person. You know, I love me Samama O and I recognize what we have between us and a lot of people don't understand it. But the mere fact that she can be number one in Oprah's eyes, I'll step down and be at number two. It's fine. So congratulations to Gabby. And on that note as well, um, Forbes has also just released their new list of 30 under 30. And I think she was also one of them. So every single year, Forbes magazine just uh, presents today's greatest gathering of young entrepreneurs, movers and shakers. And our fourth annual, well, now I'm quoting Forbes, thank you very much. Our fourth annual celebration is bigger than ever. 600 millennials in 20 20 fields, no repeats from years past, and each one selected by a panel of A-list judges. So they do all of these different categories like art and style and venture capital and consumer tech, music, Hollywood and entertainment, retail and e-commerce, sports, finance, science, media, marketing and advertising, you name it, they do it. So it really is quite a little pattern in the back if you are on that list. And on that note, one of the people who I'm very, very excited about for being on that list is a guy named Jay Farrow. Now, you may not know him, but he's actually... um one of the actors, I don't know if you even call them actors, actors or comedians from Saturday Night Live. Uh, I, I don't watch Saturday Night Live regularly because I don't really find some of these acts funny. But the ones that are really popular on YouTube really say a lot. And mostly, Jay is always, like, almost in every single one. Um, and most recently, at 2014's VMAs, uh, he did this little impersonation of Kanye West. And I do not think Mr. West highly appreciated what he was doing, but it was so spot on. And even if we don't have the visuals, you can take a listen because it is, it sounds like Kanye. Take a listen. Now, they asked me to come out here and tell y'all about the artist to watch. But but there's only really one artist to watch. Me! I'm not even performing tonight, fam. I created television. Can't nobody else do that. Matt Lauer. I didn't even get an award, even though everything I do is genius. My videos cure ALS, y'all. I don't need to do no ice bucket challenge, fam. <laughs> now, 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 this is a special night, but not as special as me and Kim's wedding. I wore a cape. That's right, me and me and Kim are here tonight. Y'all probably seen us in the BAM video, like... 
looking like a washing machine, just looking at the camera like, hey, are we making love right now? <laughs> Me and Kim are bigger than the Clintons, fam. We so next level, we named our daughter Northwest after an airline that no longer exists. I would just like to say, my wife is the smartest human being on the planet. So if you can't vote for her or me, then vote for somebody else, an artist to watch. Do it fam, yay in the building, I just want to be a real boy. <laughs> oh, so totally overboard, so totally Kanye West. And you know, the big, big, big shout out goes to Jay Farrow. Congratulations on being one of Forbes 30 under 30 in all of your different categories. And you know, I just, I think everything you've done is amazing. But even if they didn't count all of your achievements, the mere fact that you pulled a class act of a performance like that in front of Kim Kardashian in the audience and her sister Kendall Jenner laughing at her is enough to be on that list. But you know, let's get the show on a roll. Thank you so much for having us on. And I'm now about to talk to one of my very first guests for 2015. I think that in itself is like an accolade. So even if he hasn't done anything in his life, the mere fact that he's the first guest on Untapped Talents for 2015 is enough. Yes, we'll give him a little round of applause. So uh, Roger will be joining me straight after this. This is Untapped Talent. On radio. On radio. More of the good stuff. Cliffcentral.com Show it sideways, smack it, smack it in the air. Let's move it side to side, smack it in the air. Let's move it side to side, smack it in the air. Show it sideways, smack it, smack it in the air. Smack it, smack it in the air. Let's move it side to side, smack it, smack it in the air. Smack it, smack it in the air. It's Beyonce there with 7-Eleven. It's like Mrs. Carter. It's Beyonce's world and we all just live in it. It's the Asanguin event right here on Untapped Talent on cliffcentral.com. So let's get the conversation going. So, so excited to have this guy um, joining me in studio. And where do I even begin? All right. So I heard the name Roger Everywhere. And he popped up on my Twitter timeline a while ago. I don't even know you. I don't oh, even God. think you know this. With a Twitter handle like at Roger the Mess, I was like, who is this guy? And what is his vibe? So I followed him. And a few weeks ago, I was at... In other words, you were stalking, yeah? I, I'm a bona fide stalker. Okay. Just without the rest- <laughs> restraining go. order. Yes. Um, and then a few weeks ago, I went to Street Cred. And there Roger walks up. I was like, oh my goodness. Should I go and talk to the guy? But what am I going to say? I'm not cool enough. Like, how do you start a conversation? Hey, I follow you on Twitter and I think you're really cool. So without any stalkering tendencies, I decided, hey, why don't I just invite him onto my show? And here we go, pronto. So Roger, thank you so much for coming in. Sure thing. It's not too early for you. No, it's okay. I hate waking up, to be honest with you. Ooh. But um, every time, like I woke up from 5 a.m. this morning, I woke up every 30 minutes. I'm like, okay, am I going to be late? Am I going to be? Am I going to make it? How's yes. the traffic? Yes. Yeah, but I made it. Okay. On time. I thought like you were going to put like a Linda Evangelista, like I don't wake up too early for just no, anybody. Never. Okay, cool. <laughs> so I just want to get to know you. Like I think sure. there are some people who try to be cool. And I think the word cool in itself has all these different connotations. Sure. But what I get from it is just somebody who's just so naturally and authentically themselves and it's just a spirit of this is who i am take it or leave it and i don't care what you think personally and that's what i get a sense on from you yikes is that is that <laughs> does that sum you up that's, adequately that's, that's quite a bit that's um uh, thank you yeah <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, I think naturally, I just I just like people. I mm. I associate with people. I try to understand them. Um, I enjoy chatting and get learning new things about people, new, different places. Yeah. Um. So that's. I don't know. I don't. I never. You know. People say that. Say, oh, you're so cool. Don't, can't talk to you. But I'm really like really easygoing. It's not something you consciously set out to do. No. Like I want to be cool, and that's my purpose. No, in life. man. Yeah. I'm always keen to meet new friends or whatever. So I'm surprised that you didn't even come. Oh up. no, 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 no. <laughs> I I got my distance. Trust me, I was away. What was I unapproachable? No, not unapproachable. But I was like, I'm not cool for oh, this guy. What are you going to talk about? So no. I was just like twiddling my thumbs in the corner, like the loser that I am. No. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> have you always been the sort of person though Even as a young child Did you always just have this deep sense of I know who I am um, Like I said about uh, Meeting new people I was like the only child Okay. So I had a lot of friends I didn't have siblings um, uh, I lived with my grandmother for a very long time You grew up in East London right? Uh, I was born in East London but grew up in King Williamstown okay. And I moved to Joburg when I was 16 Ooh. So people think I was actually, you know, like born in Joburg. Like a, yeah, yeah, you know, maybe seven years. But anyway, um, yeah, I've always had large groups of friends, um, made friends with everyone. So it's kind of been like the same thing, um, till, till now, really. Yeah. You know, always meeting people, making friends. Um, so I've just carried that throughout, you know. What does that move to Joburg like? Did you ever feel like you were maybe, and I use this very loosely, too big? For like King Williamstown For um, the people and uh, The people I, I was ne- I didn't have a lot of fr- It's so it's, weird It's the mentality Yeah it's, um, It was okay really Because also I moved with my family So I didn't just move Move alone And um, You know Just like going to varsity So I moved yeah. Finished high school here Went to university um, Left Started working So Yeah Okay. It was cool. It was okay. Yeah. People think it's like you know, it's it's overwhelming and whatever. I I got to learn the city really quickly. Made friends also really quickly. Yeah. So that kind of made it easier for me. I do think there's as a big city like Joburg. Mm-hmm. It is for some people. It isn't for some people. Mm-hmm. You know, like for me, I get liberated in traffic. Okay. There's something <laughs> about being in traffic. Like yes, that these people are moving and we're going somewhere. People have visions. I went back to visit Durban just a few weeks ago, and I was like, "How do people live like this? <laughs> people are just all chill." Do you get a sense of that as well, though? Um, uh, do you know what? I I've always loved Joburg from when I like used to visit. So um, it's definitely a, an inspiration for me. You know, yeah. um, I love the people. I love being in the city. I love the energy, and it's 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 in a weird way. It kind of comes out in the way I present exactly. myself or exactly. the way I dress or talk or you know how I am on the streets or whatever. You yeah. Know? Um so it excites me really. I'm not I'm not threatened by it. Yeah. It excites me. I want to go into town. I want to go to the suburbs. I want to be in a mall. I want to be on the streets, everything. You yeah. Know? Yeah. So with this big vision and wanting to tackle on the city, how did you decide on where you wanted to go in life or what you wanted to study? Um, I was never really sure what I wanted to study. I don't think anyone is. I hope like my tricks are listening yeah. actually. Um, when, well, gonna be so, so, so uh, yeah, I'm going to be inspirational. When I, when I left, um, high school, I actually enrolled for film and to be a teacher. I honestly wanted hold up, hold up. to Those be a are teacher. Like and teacher. I know, it's two on, extremes. Also, yeah. my, 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 my mom's a teacher. Okay. So maybe that also came from there, but I always wanted to be, be a teacher. I got accepted for both. I was like, mm-hmm. And I went, I went, I went for film, yeah, and. Did you, um, do you oddly, do you oddly see a thread running 
in between teacher, film, and anything else you actually do? What do you think is the core of everything that you do in life? Absolutely not. For the, with Nothing. regards in, in, to teaching, yeah, definitely not. Um, I think that was just. I don't think my personality is for that. Yeah, you know. Um, like I said, I just want to be out there. I want to meet people and be on the streets, find out what young people are doing. Um, yeah. Have fun while doing it, you know. Um, the thread, uh, not so much. Eh? No, not, not, not coming from yeah. my side, obviously. Yeah. Um, you know, um. But what drew you personally to film? Was it the ability I, to just make something for people? I Was it, the- it I, th- I think I just enjoyed movies in general. Uh-huh. Um, and I don't know. I just always <laughs> wanted to do something creative. Yeah. Uh, something basically from nothing. Let's talk about that phrase, a a creative. Because mm-hmm. as I was trying to sum up the show, I was like, okay, I'm going to be talking to Roger and he's such a cool guy and there's yeah. so much going on in his life. Yeah. How do I sum him up? Do you think the term creative adequately sums who you are? Not uh, not really, man. I think that's one of the terms that have definitely been overused in the past year. Yes. Um, everyone wants to be a creative. Yeah. Or, and that's great. You know, it's, you know, rise of the creative yeah. class. Is that but I just feel like it, it, it's just like legend. Sure. The term legend gets used very loosely. For Sorry sure. for taking your clothes off. Yeah, yeah. Anybody you're, can do that. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. don't no, be that I don't, bad. I, don't, I don't know how I would describe myself as a creative. I, I, you know, I just do what the challenge is. I see opportunity in anything. Tomorrow I could be working at KPMG. You know, Ooh. if I if, if I get the opportunity, I'll just take it. And I'm not yeah. going to get there and say I'm a creative. You know, um, I'm working my way in advertising now, but I'm not. I don't draw. I'm not a copywriter. I, uh-huh. I just do what's given to me, you know. Yeah, yeah. So let's let's now talk about from film. When did you decide, like, okay, maybe I should move on, mm-hmm. try something else? And what actually made you want to move on? So uh, while studying, my friend Oleta and I, we we started DJing together, that, and that went on for maybe two years, and that picked up really quickly. Uh-huh. Um, it was fun. We got we got to go on radio. We got we were featured in blogs, and one of the coolest things that we did was. Um, was 10 over 10 10 over 10 on, on Boozy Yeah, yes. it was a lot of fun And I did two seasons of that And that really picked up like crazy You know um, I, You know, people recognize you from the streets and Yeah Even now, I'm still absolutely shocked when That guy like, yeah. oh, oh, it's always like, where do I know you from? I'm like, I don't know Yeah You know um, And while I was doing that I was still in school And I was working a waitering job Yeah and so now I had like two different things I was doing on the side <laughs> and I had to, you know, pay for my drinks at the bar. But you know? that's how everybody does you know? it. Yeah, yeah. You have to and work then, your way And then that. from there, I, I just got to know a lot of people in, in, in advertising, in media, in a lot of different streams. And I, I got a job at, um, this was in my second year, I think. Okay. I got a job what year was that? 2012. Uh-huh. I got a job at, um, at a, an agency from Cape Town, um, which where I had to like promote a vodka brand. Okay. So that was my first kind of like um, leg into you know the industry I'm in now. And, and you just jump and in I for really, it. Yeah, I enjoyed it because I was responsible for hosting parties and basically giving people free parties, and that was fun. Oh, what a cut life! Yeah, it was just was what awesome. a tough job. Yeah, um, <laughs> so that went on for maybe two. Well, from there, I started at that agency. I worked for another yeah. brand. So now I was still studying, 
working part-time with this agency. I still had my waitering job and, you know, I was doing anything else that came my way. So I was basically working constantly. What is your driving motivation? Um... It was fun, man. I always do anything that's fun. Uh-huh. I just, you know, if if it's fun, just give it to me. I'll do it. Yeah. If I can't do it, give me give me a chance. I'll learn okay. and I'll take it from there. You know, um, you know. So left school and I carried on. I working at Wolves and carried on with uh, this agency I was working for. That ended. New Year came. I got another job. Yeah, and that was great. And I was working at and people for the past seven months up until last November. And that was also big work, yeah. big brands. Um, got to work on Adidas and Levi's and very a bunch cool. of really yeah. rad stuff. Um, but I mean, you know, I could work on anything else any other time, you know. Yeah. Um, but I do feel this speaks to your character in so sure. many ways. The fact that as much as you do things for the fun and what you're mm-hmm. drawn to and what you're interested and passionate about, at the end of the day, it's just like Maya Angelou says, um, ooh, <laughs> Philosophical. You know, as, as the words came out of my mouth I was like I'm about to quote my answer She said um, Nothing will work unless you do And I just feel like that's a little bone A bone I want to pick with society With mm-hmm. popular young people today sure. That they have all these big ambitions But it's like no There's a sense of entitlement And no I don't mm-hmm. really have to work And I don't yeah. really have to put the effort in Yeah don't you get a sense of that? I well, I, I, I've been working since I was a kid. Mm. You know, um, I remember my mom used to. I don't know if you remember those phones and they started I, having on the I'm, street. I'm a kid who grew up with Pamela Anderson and with Baywatch. <laughs> so be careful if you're so, going to search Sarah Fawcett. No, it's not, it's, so my mom used to like own a, like um, a phone booth or something like like yes, mobile phone. Okay, booth, yes. You know, and I used to work for her on the weekends for those, and I used to keep all the money. So I was working from primary school into high school retail. Um, so I carried on and it's yeah. always been in me. It's, so it's always so just I've never innate. felt yeah. like um, I'm entitled to, to anything. I have to like work for it. Yeah. Um, and if I so happen to be good at say, I'm pretty good at saving as good as I am with spending. I need to be taking notes so, down from so, you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, I've never been entitled. I have, I've had to work for everything that, um, I have. I've been fortunate to have an education to be sent through school. Yeah. Um, yeah, the rest is totally up to me. But I find it very fascinating that I actually met you at Street Cred, and here we are now with a discussion like this. Sure. It was my very first Street Cred ex- experience. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know what Street Cred is, it's like this amalgamation of street culture and popular sure. culture and what's cool and what's happening mm-hmm. in 2014, whatever's relevant. And I just found it interesting to pinpoint what the young person in 2014 moving to 15 is all about. You know, as someone who I feel has the finger on popular culture, how would you actually define the young person today? Ooh, that's that's um, <laughs> it's quite a tricky one. But um, you know, we're not like a, like a homogenous group. You know, mm-hmm. everyone is different. Different people in different suburbs of Joburg are different. Different yeah. races. You know, um, the young person in Joburg is not the same as one in KZN. You exactly. know what I mean? Um, so, but there is something that kind of like, um, brings us all together. So whether that be like art or music mm. or, but what's, what's really great is that, um, a lot of people want to be doing something. They want to be involved in some kind of project and some kind of subculture. So, yeah. um, and that's okay, you know, uh, before, like, people used to look down on people who are like a niche or yeah. dress differently yeah. or like this and like that. But then, 
Um, I've always supported any kind of subcultures. Do you, um, without any judgment, do you, or, or, do or, you. or without feeling like you are being judged? Um, yeah. And that's that's you know that's that's how young people are now. They're more free to be you know associated with any groups. Or so just anything that they want to do, yeah, yeah. And um, things like street code are really great because they kind of bring together all those different um, uh, create not just creatives, but like uh, eager young people, you yeah. know. Um, uh, not also, it's people think about it as just like a cool fest, and it's not really like that. It's the only time I feel for a lot of young, um, up and coming Joburg youth to, you know. Come together and have a as big different party. as they are. They, as different as they are, you know, there's people that are coming from Soweto and Benoni to you know everywhere. Yeah, there's people coming from Cape Town. You oh know? yes, yeah. So that's pretty exciting. So it's once we've actually gone off on a little little tangent and described everyone under the sun, <laughs> that says a lot about you. And sticking to you, where do you see yourself headed? Next five years. Ooh, let's next speak five into years. Existence. Jesus, yeah. Um, I still, I still want to play around in the ad game. Um, the thing is, I'm not like a business minded person at okay. all. I, n- I can never say, okay, this is the business I want and yeah. this is what I'm going to do. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I definitely want to, uh, right now, actually, I'm just looking for better mentorship, mm-hmm. um, work my way up. Um, and I honestly don't know. I'll be wherever. Like I said, I could be, Ooh. I could be totally in a different, I could be sitting here coasting with you the next you know, time, five years. It's you just, know. yes. Yeah. So I'll just take it as it comes. I like that though. Sure. I, I, I like your energy and spirits and your whole view. Thank you. Of life. Thanks. I wish if I had less anxiety, I'd feel that way. But I need. <laughs> I to- like I told you, I ha- I'm, I'm the most nervous person. When I came in here, I was pooping my pants. I had no idea what to do, what I'm going to say. So and, and it was not daunting whatsoever. It wasn't. It was, it was okay. a conversation, it was cool. wasn't it? Yes. Thanks. So thank you so much for coming in. Sure. Though. Got to know more about you, and you just inspired a whole new philosophy and a way of moving into 2015 so i'm very very excited about that also i'm your first guest for the year Uh aha score that in itself is an award so that was roger how so at roger the mess right Mm -hmm. at roger the mess on twitter and on instagram it's roger is yours now can i finally ask what what is the mess who i don't know really Uh, yeah, it, I, I honestly don't know. It's, it was just, one of, it's, yeah. just, it's just one of those. It just happened. Yeah. So we'll just happen and we'll move on with that. That Sweet. is Roger, everybody. And thank you so much for coming in. This is Untapped Talent, getting ready to talk to my next guest. These people are just cool for school. I feel like I'm overusing the word cool, but it's the only way to actually adequately sum them up. This is CliffCentral.com. I always feel like I'm just letting down humanity every single time I play One Direction, but there's just something about them that you just cannot ignore. That is One Direction with 
Me and you, I think. It's kind of a soppy song, but at the same time, weirdly addictive. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. This is Untapped Talent with me, Sia Sangwini Finn. And I'm so excited to talk, talk to my next guest. I feel like if I were to read out her whole CV, it would be a thesis and a half. But her name is Avashni. She's an entertainment anchor, field presenter, producer for the African News Network, ANN7, which is DSTV Channel 405. And she's an anchor on Prime News as well as for weekly show Eastern Style. And she spoke to one of your co presenters a while ago, I think. Who is that? Oh, don't put me on pressure now, oh, Vashni. Okay, sorry. Thought you and I were going to be friends. <laughs> N- N- okay. Natasha. Oh, yes. yes. She oh. does uh, uh, co-present with me on Eastern yes. South. Yes. yes. Very, very excited. And thank you so much for coming on. We're, wow. So much that you've been doing. You've just started in a second movie. Um, you've entered competitions. It just goes on and on and, and, on, on. and on. Let's start from the beginning. Oh, gosh, I think that's always really a nice. You know, you're we'll try. We'll try. <laughs> Where did you grow up? Who are you in a nutshell? Okay. Well, I'm this very cultured, traditional Indian. Okay, I was. So, okay. <laughs> Indian girl. I was about from, to say the worst. Mia Bank in, in Durban. Oh, do you so even you, know where Mia Bank is? Yes. Do I, you grew really? in, I grew up in Westville. Oh, wow. Okay. So, so I'm so like, you like do a, know. I'm like from the, from the Bronx, bro. The Bronx. <laughs> so yeah. I, I mean, try to say that and I don't have cool aspects in my just life. I the banks. Yeah, so that, yeah. That's okay, you know. Spot on. So yeah, I grew up, um, you know, with a very close knit family. Um, and I, I went, you know, I went to, to government schools. It, it was, it was a lovely childhood. Yeah. Um, but my parents were, I think they pushed me a bit because they sent me for dancing <laughs> classes, drama classes, karate classes. From I just stopped at the, at the white belt though. I've been doing, going for stuff from the time I was four going into five. Wow. Yeah. So it was a really young age. Diff- went to learn different languages and, uh, you know, qualified as, as a dancer and all of those things. Wow. Um, but in school, I was actually quite a buff and quite a nerd. So. Which isn't I, a bad thing. It isn't a bad thing, but I always thought oh, I'll be a lawyer or a doctor or something. Yeah like that but I think when I when I got to high school and you know you choose your subjects and stuff I chose physics accounting and I did all of those subjects did really well at the end of the year and then decided okay parents go to school tell the teachers I want to change my course because I need to do speech and drama um I I, this is what I'm going to do with my life I'm going to study media I'm going to be in the broadcast industry and that's it and so we did that and the the teachers weren't happy because generally when you you know you know you don't um change it in between yes yes grade 10s to matric but they did it, and those were the the subjects I got my distinctions in, and I didn't look back. I studied a Bachelor of Social Sciences, majored in Marketing, Media, and Com at UKZN, got my degree, oh got my, my honors. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I just um, – and then I did an image styling course um, to learn about beauty just in case I want to become an entrepreneur and stuff yeah. on business. And I moved to Joburg, and it was really tough. I started off at the bank just so that I could – pay my bills to stay here, go for auditions. And yeah. that's why I did so many different things. Um, but it was really under the radar. It wasn't anything that was really big. But you I did just it because wanted I, the experience I was so and to know. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So in that process, I did a movie. I did lots of stage productions because I'm a dancer. Um, yeah, I did lots of different things. Traveled a bit within South Africa for that. Um, and then I worked in corporate media as a media strategist, okay. publicist, all of that stuff. Went into a depression, got admitted to <laughs> hospital because I was depressed. Because wow. I was unhappy. I could not do the eight to five. I felt so stagnated in life. And I was just like, is this what I want to do? Because I've always been ambitious and full of life and fun and, you know, that mm-hmm, kind of thing. And mm-hmm. I said, if I can't do this every day, there's just no point. And I moved to Durban. And lo and behold, two weeks later, I get a job at the SABC Lotus FM as a producer presenter on the primetime show, which is nine to 12. Yeah. 9 to 12. yeah. And um, two months 
months later, I got a TV presenting job with Saffron TV. And then I did Sony and Z and all of that stuff. And then yeah. A&N 7 came up. And I took it with both hands because it was entertainment. And I knew right up it was full time in TV. So why not, you know? And in a nutshell, that's how I got here. <laughs> that is quite a big nutshell. It is very rare that I sit and I'm actually in awe of someone. That is crazy. It was crazy. It was quite a journey and it was quite, you know, I worked really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a great support system with my parents and the whole thing is that, you know, if you, if you really want to do something, you, you persevere and mm. you be persistent and you push until you get it. Who were some of the people who inspired you? Um, you know, there's lots of different people. Of course, Nelson Mandela is an inspiration. Mm-hmm. I think by default, everyone should be inspired by Most him. Most definitely. But I, you know, I looked at my parents really. And for me, an honest role model is someone that you really know, not someone that you just look at and from afar and say, ah, oh, they've done great things. Because uh-huh. you don't really know the details of what they went through. The behind my, the scenes. Yeah, my parents are my role models because I, I mean, they, my dad was an accountant. My mom was, was a teacher, but we lived, we had a good life, but yeah. we weren't rich and, you know, I never got anything because of contacts because my parents paid a lot of money um, and all of that stuff. And yeah. I saw, the, you know, the values that they instilled in me makes them my role models because they told me work hard, um, you know, push on. You, you're not less than another person. Yeah. Uh, and I've seen, I've seen them work hard. I've seen them go through really trying times, but in all of it, they still maintain their value, their integrity. And to me, that's so important. Oh, wow. Most so. definitely. And with such a journey like this and with mm-hmm. someone with such a hectic work ethic who recognizes the power of really putting your hours in what would you have to say has been the biggest lesson you've learned throughout so far wow there's been so many lessons but to be honest if you know i was looking you know end of the year you do a lot of yes oh trust me i took leave (laughs) and i was sitting at home like what is my life what is my purpose what did i yeah (laughs) you do a lot of reflecting and you know you go through a lot of trying times but i think you know in the last two years I would say two or three years uh, being in broadcast and for the last year working at A&N 7, I mean, it's been quite a journey and mm. I, and it's, it's an amazing thing. You guys I pulled say, off the South African of the Year awards. I know we did. Come and on. I mean, look, in all honesty, there's been good and bad publicity, but the thing is it's given many people a great platform and yeah. you can walk out of there. Everyone who's left or, or still is coming in, you're going to leave with so much of experience yeah. and a great platform. So exactly. looking forward to that. But in terms of the lessons that I've learned, I would have to say that it's so important to not lose yourself and mm. to always, you know, whenever you find yourself going off balance, because in anything that you do in life, if you, if you putting a lot of hours in and if you investing your life into it, you can lose balance. Of and I think it's so important for me as a person. I'm very philosophical and I need time to like zone in. Yes. I think it's so important to take that time to really live a balanced life because you do realize that you only have one life. When you lose people that you love, you realize you just have this one life. So make the most of it, but don't be greedy about it. Yeah. You know, don't, don't lose your, your, your values. Don't lose your, your integrity. Know yourself and every, Every time you find you, you, yourself going off balance, then just hone yourself in and, and get that because it's so important. And I find now that I live, I, I'm happier and I'm more at peace, you know, with everything. Mm-hmm. It's very fascinating that you use the term balance because mm-hmm. I think not just in this broadcasting industry, but everywhere really, I think it's quite hard to say you can adequately and equally have you know, efforts and put in efforts and you, you know, just get that feeling of balance in your life. Yes. How do you personally do that? 
Um, when I find, and this is very often, okay. that I'm overworking myself out of my own choice because I'm so passionate about what I do. And that's yeah. another thing. Always be passionate about what exactly. you do. Um, then, you know, you, you yourself just, you know, put in too many hours and stuff. I, Try to take that time off. So if I have that weekend off or if I have that day or those two hours, I take it for myself. You need you time. You yeah. have to. And no matter how giving off a person you are and how much you want to do for others, you have to, you know, um, be a bit selfish when it comes to that. Yeah. So for me, I take that time. I'll, I'll, you know, make myself a cup of tea. I'll sit on my balcony. I'll breathe fresh air. It's yes. little things, yes. simple things for me. I'll read a book. Um, but I find myself, you know, just sort of zoning in and, and, and feeling okay. Yeah. And then mentally, I put things in perspective and then I move on with the next day. <laughs> Listen to her, ladies and gents. But already with so much in your plate as well, where do you see yourself headed? How are you going to gear and move and shift things around to go after your dreams? So what do you want to achieve in the future? More specifically, and like, what can we see in the next few like weeks and months? Okay, I'm glad you you're looking at a shorter term plan. Ooh, <laughs> so there is something. There is. There's so much. I mean, definitely. Eventually, I want to. You know, I want to do something bigger. I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to have a business, and I want to empower and upskill others, mm-hmm. especially from from underprivileged backgrounds. I know everyone says this, but I'm really passionate about that. Uh, yeah. Specifically in the broadcast industry, because mm-hmm. it's it's a calling, I think, because it's passion. It's in your blood. Yeah. Um, but it, for the sh- for short term, I mean, I, I have completed a movie which was um, in theaters yeah, yeah, until yeah. the end of December. My second movie, yeah. So it did pretty well, and it was directed by Kumara Naidu, and he's he's done exceptional work. So wow. people in the industry, you know, don't not know him. Uh, yeah. So um, he's doing new projects this year, and I'm looking forward to that. So we've been in talks for a sequel, perhaps. I'm not going to say too much. Or he's, I know he's doing lots of new things and international projects. So looking forward to that. Yeah. Um, also going to be a lead dancer slash actress in the live theater production that's going to be wow. national yeah dub and joe work for now so hopefully cape town as well if it does well and um of course i'm in, on tv so we yeah. are restructuring as you know we're going to be doing lots of new shows and lots of changes so lots of lots of exciting things on the channel to look forward to and i'll be on a few shows there And then you'll also Have to remember to breathe Yes I have to remember <laughs> To breathe like... But for now I'm like You know what I'm knocking on 30 I'm not very close to 30 I'm a few years away From there but Age is nothing but a is, number It is yeah. It is true But you know When you reach that milestone I want to be like ah, So and you, I've yeah, done it. You feel content I've it up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, But you know What I like about you, one of the things that I like about you is that you actually don't undervalue effort and the hard work. And, you know, when you looked at your future plans and how you want to help others as well, it brings me to the idea of there was someone who once spoke about as much as people don't like South Africa and they want to move abroad. If you go to America, you'd basically be like a maintenance man. Of yes. keeping up what already is. But mm-hmm. in South Africa, you get to break new ground and do amazing, amazing things. Exactly. Do you also feel that way? I also feel that way. And, you know, I, whenever we speak about other countries and international countries and, and just comparing ourselves in any avenue, but let's just talk about, like, our industry, for yeah. example. I don't feel like – I was just telling your producer as well. I don't feel like, you know, just because you from the U.S., you're better than anyone from South Africa. I mean, yeah. You're a person, you know, it doesn't you get, matter geographically you where you're from. You have more opportunities, exactly. you may have a few zeros in the bank. Yeah. <laughs> but it may have been easier because you've progressed uh, faster than we have. Exactly. But, but the, the fact is that, or the point is that 
at the end of the day, we're all people, we're all humans, and we all have a brain, we all have creativity. Yeah. And I think we should never compare ourselves. Just learn, learn from, from what they're doing if they're advanced, if they're advanced. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, I think if I had to give people advice, it's, the, you know, it's as cliche as this, the world really is your oyster. And if you really want it, it doesn't matter where you come from. It's all about your attitude and what you're prepared to do to get there. 100%. Where they come from, Beverly Hills or the Bronx. Exactly. <laughs> or the banks. <laughs> or the banks. You're so awesome. You're so, so are awesome. You. Oh, let's just, I love your energy. Let's have the, the last few minutes of the show just complimenting each other. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> so I'm so, so excited. 2015 is definitely going to be your year. You've really made a stamp on things. And where can people find out more information on you and where can they catch up with you? So, firstly, thank you. Oh. Um, so, I am, of course, online. You can, um, on social media, on Facebook, my Facebook page is Avashni Vandia. Um, on Twitter, it's at Avashni Vandia. Instagram, Avashni Vandia. Um, and then website, AvashniVandia.com. YouTube channel, Avashni Vandia. And of well. course, uh, we've got a YouTube channel where we're putting on lots of entertainment, lots of shoots. Um, stuff on there. So, it's almost like an online TV channel. So, you yeah. can find it all under my name. And basically, remember her name. <laughs> it's as simple as that. Thank you so much for being a rock star and coming in this morning. Thank you, Sia. It was an absolute pleasure. And you're making me feel so nostalgic because no. <laughs> I miss radio so much and just being in this vibe. Welcome home. <laughs> Welcome home. And listen, I love me some Roger. We had a great conversation with him earlier. But Vashni came in and she was television ready for radio. <laughs> you look absolutely gorgeous. So do you. So what an awesome start to 2015. What an awesome start feeling back home right here on Untapped Talent. Thank you so much to all of my guests for coming through this morning. And most importantly, thank you so much for listening in. You're the ultimate rock star. For all the WeChat messages, thank you, Cindy. You enjoyed my rant. <laughs> it had to happen. I just had a few things on my mind that I had to say. And so until next week, 9 a.m. Wednesday, right here on clipcentral.com. It's Untapped Talents. Until then, my name is Sia, and I'll see ya. On radio. On radio. More of the good stuff. Clipcentral.com.